Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Woohoo! This yeah. is your friendly, or maybe, you know, not-so-friendly, tough love advice podcast where you call in with your problems and the things that you're going through and we use our brains and our hearts and uh everything else that we possess our <laughs> bad bitch syndromes 
to give you advice. And we're not professionals, but my co-host and producer is a, a business professional, <laughs> Melissa DeMonts. I didn't get all your joke because you froze. So I Fuck. don't know what you said. <laughs> well, it was a con- I, I was saying how, you know, um, we're not professionals, but you are a business professional uh, and your professional boss bitch. All true. All true. All very true. So this is a call and advice show. If you want to call us for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we ask that you keep the um, voicemail to under... Well, we don't ask. We command. I mean, you'll get cut off. (laughs) Under three minutes. Um, And the best practice, you know, write it down. Mm -hmm. Then you practice it. You time it out. See if it's going to fit. See if you can add any more information that you should add. Take away some stuff that you don't really need. Um, and if you're under 18, get your parents' permission. And if you're over 18, um, congratulations. Go to war. Because <laughs> you can't really vote. do... I mean, vote. Oh, yeah. Vote, 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 vote. Don't go to war. I hate war. War. What, what is, is it good for? It good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Say mm-hmm. it again. War. <laughs> do you know why I know that song? Why? Like, from Boy Meets World. That's the first time I ever heard that song. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. And I would just walk around singing it because that was my show. That's a great show. I did too. Oh, oh, so fucking much. But when you watched it, you were watching it like on Disney Channel. Were you watching it on TGIF? TGIF. Oh my gosh. What's TGIF? Maybe I was. What's TGIF? ABC on Friday nights had it was called TGIF and that was like the Friday night lineup and so it was Boy Meets World and like Full House was on there and um wait was uh, Family, Family Matters, Matters okay and, no then I have then I okay. have okay because I or was Family Matters on Disney Channel too Family Matters was not on Disney Channel what about Urkel Urkel is Family Matters no but didn't he have a spinoff no no one gave him a spinoff? No. That is... That character is so much. But the thing is, his character was only supposed to be on for like two episodes. But then yeah. everybody loved him. And then he just took over Family Matters. Wait, I can't believe... But why? Get... The show became his show. There yeah, was no reason There needed to be a show called... Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or, like, or even now. Like, well, you know me. I love a spinoff more than I usually love the original. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we get into our calls, we've got an update. So let's hear about it. So yeah, the call that I had was um, asking for advice because I was asked by a coworker to be a bridesmaid. And we're just like not super close. So it was a little weird. She asked me over Snapchat. Just And so in the moment, I was just like, OMG, like, thank you so much. I'm honored. Like, I didn't say yes or no. (laughs) So um, I was like, you know, asking you guys and then um, like some coworkers that I feel like closer with, like what I should do. And everyone was just saying the same thing. Like, you have to be honest. You're just going to have to like say it. Although Megan, you did have really creative advice when you were like, just say you thought it was a joke. <laughs> so, um, that was that was creative, but I just didn't think it would like, oh, I could oh, last I, that long. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I was just like talking to, um, well, first she texted me and she was like, 
um, Hey, I'm just letting you know that I think we're going to downsize our wedding. Like we don't know what our finances are going to look like and stuff like that. So it was so unclear. I was like, so you still want me to be a part of it? Like you don't. And I was like, okay, she's like still bringing it up. So I need to say something like I can't get out of it. So I was telling my other coworker, just like ant me up. I was like, tell me what I should say. Like, tell me not to back out of it. Like I need, I need that. And she was like, well, did you see what she posted on Instagram? And I was like, no. You didn't see your best friend's post on Instagram? <laughs> She's not, you're not like, come on. You don't have post notifications yeah. on? <laughs> so I went to her Instagram and she had um, like hangers engraved with her ba- bridesmaids names. And I was not one of them. Okay. Shh. <laughs> So I completely lucked out, but I was like slightly like, I did not see this coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just haven't said anything. Mm-hmm. I left that at that and I haven't heard from, about it since. <laughs> so do you think that weird, vague conversation she had with you about like downsizing was like, hey, you're not going to be a bridesmaid anymore? I think maybe because, yeah, I don't know. I was like, thanks for giving me an update. Like I didn't really say I don't know I didn't yeah. really like do much with it um and I just like asked her like how she's doing and stuff like that because yeah we don't actually work any together anymore so we like never talk like it was just yeah I'm kind of glad it like fizzled out the way it did but <laughs> and also she yeah. sh- should not be having a fucking wedding with like a wedding part like do you know what I mean like I know yeah. someone who got married and take in mind they're in fucking they're in Australia or Canada and wherever they are, they're like doing a lot better than we are. And they had their wedding and it was them and just their, like not even their parents, just their siblings. It was like five people like bridesmaids. (laughs) She, well, she still was planning to do September, 2021. Yeah. So that's why it was such an issue. It was like, I can't like, I, I have to do something. I have to say something. So I can't remember. Is this the same call where she was with the groomsmen of her first wedding? So yeah, they were okay. they were like best friends, and oh that's like Melissa. You were like telling me like she probably like thinks you're cool because you're like encouraged the relationship. Because right when we started working together, she um, like had told me she's like, so I need your advice. Like I'm dating my ex-husband's best friend. And I was like, honestly, like as long as you're not being like rude about it, you guys aren't friends with him anymore. Like do whatever you want. And, um, yeah. So she took that as like, you're going to give a blessing at my wedding. Like you literally like, thank you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's wild also like man weddings in 2021 why'd you make those fucking hangers already i know (laughs) well and i felt so bad because you guys had mentioned this on the call too or when i was listening back it's like i felt bad because she probably didn't have many other people to ask but when i was talking to one of my other coworkers, she asked another coworker to be the maid of honor and i felt bad for that girl because I didn't know that they were that close and I don't think they are, but she's still part of the wedding. So wow. but she's, she's like, but is it because like all the people at her first wedding, like, I don't, are see, like, I know nothing you know, about I this don't girl. Want... <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just can't even imagine because all the people at her first wedding would still be all the same people because they were friends and it's like her, husband's friend best friend so i'm sure it's just like awkward they're like no 
And so now she's just <laughs> clawing to whoever's still there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's a really nice girl. I like, like, I liked talking to her at work, but it was just, I didn't really, you know, you have like work friends, yeah. like in a corporate and those setting. Work you friends just aren't like, bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you have work friends, you have friends, and then you have bridesmaids. Like, yeah. <laughs> I swear I like just have this like weird like thing with people telling me like oh you're gonna come to my wedding and I'm like I would never you're a cancer (laughs) you're literally like that is literally the amount of bitches I've gotten in fights with who've called Sydney their best friend and I'm like sit down no she doesn't like you that fucking much she's just polite she's just nice she's just sunshine and you're not fucking special bitch like it is such a vibe though like so so real love this for her love this journey for her me too. This is an unconfrontational person's dream. Mm-hmm. Like when it just works itself out and you just don't have to really do anything. Perfect. I love it. I love it. We love it. Um, and uh, should we get into our calls? Let's do it. Hi, Megan and Melissa. So I'm calling about some friend problems. I'm trying to talk really fast to get everything in. But I just wanted to say that I love the podcast and I have the number memorized because I listen to it so often best friends with this girl we'll call her Jenny since third or fourth grade and we've been best friends our whole lives all throughout high school and then our freshman year of college we decided to room together in the dorm and so we lived together freshman year we loved it it was great um we kind of thought of ourselves as like the exceptions to friends that could live together well so then our sophomore year, we decided to live together again and instead in a four-bedroom apartment with two other girls who were randomly assigned to us by the apartment. So my so Jenny used to always have boyfriend problems. She's been dating the same guy since senior year of high school, and she would always come to me for the problems. I'm a cancer, so I'm very comforting. And so she'd always wake me up in the middle of the night crying and say, he just did this, blah, 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 please help me. I would always give her advice. I'd comfort her and I would always be there for her. Um, But recently, since we moved into this apartment, she's been going to our third roommate, we'll call her Sarah, and not to me. And at first I thought it was because I wasn't, maybe I wasn't reaching out enough or making her feel like she could come to me anymore. But recently they were talking in the kitchen about it. And I went out, I was, I just went out out to the kitchen to get water or something. And I was like, Hey, what are you guys talking about? Like what happens with your boyfriend? And she just brushed it off and she was like, Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. And kind of looked at Sarah, like, don't say anything. So I just wondered what advice you guys have. I really don't know what to do. Should I confront the situation? Should I just let her be? Because maybe there's a reason she's not coming for me coming to me and so I shouldn't try to interfere I just don't know what to do and she's my best friend I love her so much and I want to be there for her thanks so much guys bye did I miss it do we like the girl who she's dating do you like uh, do, do you know what I mean like no because my instinct reaction is I mean you're also a cancer though so like you but she's also your best friend so like what is she dating someone that you don't really like or have you like said things that are like critical or said that like she should like 
Or is there someone like in her past, like an ex that you fucking hate? And is she like actually like getting or back? Or it to- might just be like the other girl just gives. Maybe I don't know what kind of advice you give her, but maybe you give her the advice that she like wants to hear. And this other girl gives you gives the advice that she actually needs or mm-hmm. vice versa. Or maybe the other girl can relate more. I wouldn't yeah. take it personally. No, I wouldn't either. And also, if this is... I'm getting more sleep now. Like... <laughs> no, I, you, she wakes you up in the middle of the night. I would slap someone across the face. It's like, I Hi. have done that before when someone woke me up out of my sleep. Who would you slap? My sister. But it was like a reaction. Like, why the fuck are you waking yeah. me up out of my sleep? Yeah, it was no, not, I think it's... it was just like. Leave me the fuck alone. It's a warranted reaction. Mm-hmm. They, you go in prepared. You have to assume that's going to fucking happen. Yeah. It's like when someone tickles you and like Mots will be like, you can't hit me. And I'm like, bitch, I'm sorry. You tickled me and my arms just start flailing. Yeah. I cannot be held responsible. I think you're right, though. I think that there is like we go to, to different friends for different kinds of advice. And I mean, hell, we talk about it here all the time. They're like, we're the people who you come to when you want us to like shoot it to you straight. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, yeah, I'm curious if there is, like, if you fall under one of those categories, but I would also say, like, if this is the only part of your friendship that, like, is, have you felt anything else about this? Like, is there any other things that have changed with you guys or anything with your relationship that's felt, like, strained or weird or different or uncomfortable? And I would also say, if she's your best friend, you have to talk to her. Like, there shouldn't be any sort of, like, if you're worried that you have, like, hurt her feelings or like not been supportive or something the only way that you can remedy that is ask her and like talk to her about it so it's not really necessarily about uh i think you can feel any sort of way but when we you don't know why the version in your head usually uh is a lot cruel we're a lot crueler to ourselves Mm -hmm. in our heads and the only way that you can like fix that or really get the actual answer is just to ask her about it and I would also, are you, do you consider yourself kind of like a jealous friend? Like, do you, um, cause you guys have been, you've been friends for like, since you've been in elementary school and it sounds like you guys are really like, I mean, I'm very, I get very like territorial with my like close friends and I'm just like, what do you get away from her? But not even that, but just kind of like, yeah, I can definitely feel have a hard time with it but that's just a conversation for you to have with your friend like Mm -hmm. as opposed to just trying to figure it out all on your own because how you feel is how you feel and that kind of going unchecked is not gonna end just build up with resentment and you'll make up stories as to why she's doing this just get down to the nitty-gritty of nitty-gritty of it and then go from there yeah and also maybe you're not that great at giving advice mm-hmm. and like and that's okay yeah it doesn't mean that like you're not valuable as a friend and also even if she's like leaned on you heavily for advice prior maybe like the advice like maybe she was kind of like okay it's not really working out and like mm-hmm. i love you but like i need to get another opinion in yeah. here um but or she I- like you guys know each other so well she might actually already like think that she knows what you're gonna say so she's going to this other person for a different a different perspective 
And maybe there is some like miscommunication there that like her feelings were hurt over something, but you you guys just need to have a conversation, like sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm. about it. And I would not include the other roommate. In no, it. no, no, no. I would just like talk to her about it and just clear the air because mm-hmm. yeah, it's just no way, no way to live. Yeah. Well, there's the fourth roommate. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping, sleeping sleeping soundly with their door locked being yeah. like not fucking wake me up in the middle of the night yeah and talk to me about your fucking boy problems oh <laughs> miserable 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 um well wishing you the best hope it goes well and uh let us know yeah hi megan and melissa i'm 23 and i'm an aries so i'm calling because i listened to you're not special which is amazing by the way um, and I know that Megan, you dealt with a really toxic roommate situation, so I thought you might be able to help me. I just got out of my own toxic, terrible roommate experience. We were friends, and at first it was great, but then she became really passive aggressive. She lied to me, she gaslit me, she took advantage of me financially, and my boyfriend even threatened me. She ended up breaking our lease and leaving me high and dry. I scrambled and found a new girl I'd never met before to move in, and so far she's fine. She's actually almost too nice, like offering me to buy me things at the store and taking out the trash and stuff like that. So the problem isn't her, it's me. I don't want her to do anything nice for me or help me out at all. Um, She also wants to talk all the time and be friends, and even though I'm an extrovert for some reason, I just can't bring myself to that place with her. I kind of just want to be alone. Maybe that makes me awful and mean. I don't know. Um, I don't want to punish her for things my older mate did, but I'm having a really tough time shaking how much pain the first girl caused me. So my question is, how do you move on from a bad roommate? And how can I maintain boundaries with the new roommate without being a total bitch? Um, I love you guys so much. Uh, I hope you can help. Thank you. You're, I could, I mean, I could not have, I can see how hard this is. I could, I literally, that was the last roommate that I had. <laughs> like I, the next as person. As far I, as the, the too nice or. No, no, no. Like how she had like a horrible, toxic roommate situation beforehand. Like, and now is in a new one. Like I mm. never got a new, Mots is my new roommate. Like I lived alone after that. And I, yeah, it's, dude, it's fucking hard. But I mean, I think like a therapy is, I know that like people can, I don't know, not necessarily minimize this sort of stuff, but like it can feel like, why am I not over this? Like, why is this like, I should be fine. Like blah, blah, blah. But like friendships can like fuck with your psyche and especially people who live with you. Like that can really, really, really fuck with you. And it doesn't necessarily like solve the problems once they're gone, because like you can be triggered again by just like a roommate, like a Mm -hmm. roommate is triggering for you. So, I mean, therapy is something that I advise a hundred percent. But then I would also just say, have a conversation with your new roommate and like really just like clue them in and just like talk to them about it. And it's like, Hey, I just want to give you like kind of like a background on everything that like happened before like you moved in. And I'm just saying this because I, 
you're so nice. And like, you've been like so great. And I have been like questioning the motives and intentions by that. And I don't like that. And that's something that like I'm bringing in from this past experience that I've had. And I'm just trying to process it and deal with it. And I'm like not at the place right now where I can really uh, be a great friend and can be a good roommate. And I really hope that we can grow to be like great friends too. But um, I'm really fucking jaded right now. And Mm -hmm. I just want you to know that. So if there's ever anything you want to talk to me about, like if I'm like totally open to like having those conversations, but um, I, yeah, I really appreciate how nice and like wonderful you've been. I'm just like really not at a place right now where I can uh, invest in a friendship, but like when I'm there, like you're on that list and I like would really love to like pursue that friendship with you. I'd wear a shirt that said no new friends. (laughs) No. (laughs) um no I mean that's just mean but um you know I've talked about my last roommate situation how it was like a business arrangement and I know this is a little bit different because this is an apartment that like you were in first so like that shared space is like your space and well not your space but you it's comfort for you and so like for me when I was with this other roommate I never would just like be in the shared space when I knew she was gonna be there um because I would separate things but like this is first of all oh I can't even imagine being quarantined with her but like um (laughs) (laughs) but like I know this is different because we're like all locked down you're at home all the time um different situation um but so just like what Megan said, explain to her that like right now, it's just like, I can't let anybody else in. You and I, like you, you're such a great person. And I just, I have past trauma that I'm working through and I don't want this to like ruin any potential friendship that we could have down the road. Yeah, because there's like, I, if someone told me that, like that's, I'd be like, oh my God, thank you for letting me know because mm-hmm it can be really draining for the other person to kind of like be putting all of this like effort in and like not really feel like they're being met it in response. And I think for you, you might just beat yourself up about it and like, just be like, Oh, I just need to do it. But like, sometimes you just can't, like you can't just like force yourself to do that. And especially if you're like going through all of like this, like you're still dealing with all of like the emotional baggage and like processing through all of it that it's like, consuming like it's really all consuming and um I think that there like certain things like when you're like she takes the trash out or whatever like there are certain things that like maybe make a list for you to like write down um like all of like the nice things that she does and which ones like can you process and rationalize this is her being a good roommate and this is what roommates should do. Yeah. And then which are the ones that um, I are friendship things that I can't reciprocate right now mm-hmm. and like create that difference on those things. Because um, if you like don't let her take the trash out or do anything like that, then you're becoming a mom for someone else. Yeah. And like, then, I think she like everything that's like the roommate stuff. Yeah. Let her do like well and but but also pull your weight so it doesn't seem like you're taking advantage of her so like 
she takes the trash out one day, make sure that you do it the next time that trash comes around. But like, if it's like sitting and having conversations, yeah, we can be friendly, but like, we don't have to be friends. Yeah. And maybe, maybe you guys would benefit from making like a chore chart. So it feels Mm -hmm. a little bit more even like responsibility wise. And it doesn't feel like, oh, I owe you this. Oh, I owe you this. Because when Mm -hmm. you're going through something, it's really hard to feel like other people are dependent or reliant on you in like a self-starting way versus like, if I have tasks and I know that other people count on me, like I will do those tasks when I know, but not like, oh, if I'm like, I don't know if I'm like depressed or whatever. And like, I'm waking up later and like the trash and then someone else like just starts doing the things like not, not like cleaning up after you, but like their schedules are different. And so it gets ahead of it. And then it becomes like, oh, what the fuck am I bringing to this? Mm-hmm. Like this can get really hard. So if you can assign those kinds of roles and tasks that also might make it feel um, a little bit less like she's doing something nice and that she's just pulling her weight as a roommate, which your other roommates should have done. Yeah. But it is hard because like it does become, I mean, I always say that like <laughs> I had like, after my college situation, my bar and like my level for like my, the bar for my friends were so fucking low. Like if it was even marginally better than they were. And that's like how you keep accepting shitty people into your life is because like, well, they're not the shittiest, but like on the spectrum of not shit and shit, they're still shit. Mm -hmm. And so like that becomes like a really hard um, thing to do if you don't process that kind of stuff. And uh, it sounds like you're having a roommate who is very much the polar opposite. And that can also just be, it can feel, yeah, like jarring and like, what the fuck is going on? This is too good to be true, but. Exactly. I've got faith in you and terrible Mm. roommates suck. Suck. So fucking much. They're the worst. Ugh. 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 Well, best of luck. Um, and, um, yeah, let us know how, uh, that conversation goes. Hope you, uh, can create those boundaries and everything gets better. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code Blame Me right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code blame me. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available and I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a a straight shot into that and something that book of the month 
you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must-read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, guys, we are back from our break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I just wanted to start off by saying I love your podcast. And yes, I am sitting in my car. Hopefully you can't hear the AC. I'm not actually going anywhere. Just sitting in here. Um, so I have a problem with just being overly jealous for sometimes no reason. Maybe there's a reason. I just wanted to know if this is normal and if you guys have any advice on how not to be so jealous for no reason. So a little backstory, I was dating this guy for almost two years. We've been broken up for the past few months, but we started talking a few weeks ago, hoping kind of maybe that we could rekindle things just because we broke up for some reasons that weren't very significant, and we both thought maybe we can work through it. So we've been talking for the past few weeks, but obviously in the few months that we've been broken up, he did talk to a few other girls. He's maybe even still on Tinder. I'm not sure. And I've kind of noticed from overthinking everything and stalking the shit out of his Instagram and Twitter, which I know I shouldn't be doing, but I do anyways. So I see 
that he has some new girl followers, but I think now he's gone off the apps because he is more focused on me. But then two days ago, he was talking to me about a new friend he made. So he's over at college on his college campus because he had to go back and I'm working full time an hour and a half away from him. So I haven't seen him because of quarantine and everything. Um, but he has been there and he told me, and he's always suffered with like extreme anxiety and disorder and depression. Sorry. So he hasn't really ever made any friends while he was at college and I was kind of his only person. So he told me a few days ago that he made a really good friend and I was happy for him, but his friend is a girl. And I don't know why my mind just goes straight to thinking, okay, even if he's not attracted to her now, him and her will probably make something out of their friendship. And he told me like, you know, she looks just like his sister. And he said like, she looks like my sister. She's not my type at all. We're just good friends. And he's even told me that I think she has a girlfriend or she's talking to a girl. So there might really be no threat. And he's never given me a reason to be jealous. I've always just been so jealous of his exes and any girl he's talked to in the past or any female friends he has, even when he assures me they're just friends. And he doesn't really like talking about it too much because he's like, there's no reason and you're overthinking. But with this girl, I feel like what if something does come of it? Or maybe he's being honest and literally nothing. And I should be happy for him having a new friend. I just would like some advice on how not to be so jealous or if this is just a gut feeling and maybe I'm right. So please let me know. Thank you so much. Love you guys. This is hard because, um, I love a gut feeling and we're all about gut feelings here, but it sounds like you felt like this with every female in his life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really sound like a gut instinct and also a gut instinct. There, It's like, that's different. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's like it, it, a gut instinct would be like, it's like one time it happens and you just felt something in your gut that's like, something isn't right this is a problem i wouldn't say it's a problem this is a reoccurring a reoccurring issue that you've had with any girl that's ever been in his life yeah this would be a gut feeling if you've never had an issue before Mm -hmm. you have no issue with any of his female friends none of his exes like you've had nothing and this this person like this girl like you just had the gut feeling but this is just the same sort of thing um and you've said that he hasn't given you any reason to feel this way at all i mean so i think it's natural when if you break up with someone then you get back together uh i think it's natural to like you know be like kind of like sad or upset like you also didn't mention if you've dated anyone like Mm -hmm. you hooked up with anyone in between um and i think it's natural yeah to feel like you hooked up with these people like in between like and because also you are sussing out like rekindling it so it is like um did you have feelings for anybody else or like were you just trying to like get over like i want to know what happened in those in between months like i think that's understandable but if you also while you were dating him you had issues with his ex-girlfriend and while you were dating him you had issues with his friends and he's never given you any sort of like reason to feel that way and that's yeah, that becomes like something that's on you. I don't know where your self-esteem is at. Like if you are like a really insecure person or if you have you didn't mention anything about like previous relationships being um, 
having had something like happen before that you kind of are traumatized, like it's like, you know, uh, bear it. Like that's the reason why you're feeling this now. But I think if it's just stemming from the fact that it sounds like when, when some, when you were, and I'm like definitely a jealous person, but like, like if someone like checked mods out or whatever, and like, I would just be like, excuse me, bitch. Like, but I wouldn't, it, there, there's like a difference of, uh, knowing, having a gut feeling about someone and like knowing that, and then having that be like, yeah, the, the constant. So, and I say this like not in, um, uh, an like accusatory way or that you should feel like this at all, but like, do you feel like you deserve your boyfriend? Like, is there mm-hmm. a part of you that feels like you don't and feels like he, he hasn't given you any reason to think that he would be into other people, but do you feel like he should be like, do you, is your self-esteem not great? And you're, you look at the relationship and you go, well, of course he would like this person. Of course he would like this person. Of course he would like this person. Like there is a difference of feeling like everybody is a threat to your relationship because your partner has not made you feel secure in your relationship. And then there's also someone as a threat to your relationship. You feel like someone's a threat to your relationship because you don't feel like you're bringing what you want. You don't feel don't confident in, in who you are and who what you're bringing to the relationship. So you have to check that. Um, and because also if it's just like the idea that other women are a threat to your relationship is just internalized misogyny that like women are. Especially because he said that this girl was into another girl. Yeah. And it also, he has had ex-girlfriends, he's had female friends before and all of that. Like, if anything, this those previous experiences should have shown you he has, like, this isn't sus. Like, this is something that, like, I had these, I didn't like these people and it was unwarranted and I had no reason to. And I felt like they were a threat to our relationship and they weren't. And you even said like the, you, what you broke up, like the reasons are so minuscule and like not really important anymore. It's not like he got with his ex. You know what I mean? Like it's those anxious feelings and like thoughts that you were having. None of them came to fruition. Mm -hmm. So why would this one then also be, why would this one be true? Yeah. So also you said earlier, like, um, I've always had like jealousy issues. Maybe like it's something, maybe it's not like I would get to the root of what that, what it is mm-hmm. really like, why are you jealous? Like, where is this coming from? Has he given a reason or is it historical? And it's someone else that gave you a reason to be that. And that's not fair on him for you to put your jealousy from past relationships onto him so like figure it out and then work through that and I would say even work through it before you guys officially get back together because you're not officially together yet yeah I would yeah try figure it out and like you know whether it's like reading books or talking to a therapist or like just doing a lot of internal reflecting like do you have abandonment issues from childhood like do you have like did you have like uh, an absent parent who was never mm. really around and even if it's not so crystal clear like if you had a parent again, not a therapist, not a psychologist. Um, but like, if you had a parent who worked all the time and then got a promotion and then worked even more and traveled even more, and then it became these 
external factors took away this person from you. Mm -hmm. And so then that doesn't feel secure. And then also that can also, even in general, that can breed a lot of insecurity that like I'm not worth, and this is not true at all, but like from personal experience, it can also bring a lot of like, I'm not worth people always leave me. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. worth sticking around for like, I'm not something that tethers someone down here. Like they pick, they choose all of these things over me. And that can get into, that can reflect in the relationships that you have. And uh, I think a lot of the time people like look at it really black and white of like, oh, do you have daddy issues or do you have mommy issues? But like you can have like relationships with your parents to this day and no relationship with a like parent, child, whatever, like nothing was perfect. Like no one ever raised a kid perfectly at all. Um, And even if they did like other outlying factors of things that have like happened or whatever. So I wouldn't, if, if you don't necessarily think that you fit the like playbook for someone who would have, I don't know, not necessarily trauma, but like bring in things from your past into your new relationships. Don't let that hold you back because a lot of that stuff is things that happen to like people in from when the time we're like we're really fucking young and we don't really understand it because we don't know any different Mm -hmm. because saying that like oh i'm a really jealous person you weren't born a jealous person and it's also not you don't have to die a jealous person like there are the times where it's warranted and it's right but you also need i don't think right now everyone is setting off those red flags to you so then if someone did come along who actually set off those red flags just like you're saying right now you don't know if this girl like you don't know because everyone you're having that re- like response with every single person. Um, but I think it's a conversation to have with yourself with a therapist, read a book. Um, and then, yeah, talk to your boyfriend about it. And it's, it, and I would honestly just, I would also just like ask what he has to say about it. Cause I'm sure for him, it's incredibly frustrating that it feels like he can only be friends with men and, cannot have dated anybody or talked to anybody before that. And you guys need to be on like the same page. And yeah, it's just, it's not a way to go into rekindling a relationship. Right. Cause he didn't owe you anything while you guys weren't together. Like if he was talking to other girls or like hooking up with other people, like it's allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Hysterical, historical moments. Uh, well, All right. let us know how it goes. Hope it goes yeah. well. Wishing you with happy us. thoughts. Hi, Megan. So I need advice on my relationship. So I've been with my boyfriend now for five years. And through that time, I haven't fully, or like in the beginning, I didn't really want to be in the relationship, but I finally gave him a chance. And we started dating senior year of high school. And now we both graduated college and we're still here. Um, but our lease is up in a month and we're both moving back home, which is only like an hour away. So it's not like a significant move, but I haven't really wanted to move back in with him back home. And I talked to a therapist this year and I told her everything that's been going on. And she pointed out how he's been, like, manipulative and toxic and all these different things and, like, all these bad things have been going on through our relationship, but it hasn't been anything severe. Like, he's not abusive or anything, not to downplay anything, but I just haven't really been happy. And so I tried to break up with him about a month ago, and he did take it very well, and we were still living together. 
and we were broken up for about a week, and he kept begging for me to give him another chance, and I finally did. And we communicated about all the issues I had and the issues he had, and the past month was a lot better than the past five years have been, but at the same time, I'm still not wanting to continue the relationship. And I've been telling him that, but he's still not ready to end things. And so he wants me to give him one more month of us living back home and him being better and me working on communicating better. But at the same time, I'm still wanting to just end things already and just be on my own. And I've also been questioning my sexuality. That's something I want to experiment on, I guess. But he just wants me to give him one more month. And then after that, if I'm still feeling this way, then he's okay. Well, not okay with that, but ready to end things, I guess, or would be more open to it. And I just don't know what to do. I keep going back and forth with wanting to give him that one month of a chance, but at the same time, I'm just so ready to be done with this relationship, take a break. And I really don't know that's enough information. A lot of my friends think that we should end our relationship already, that I should move on, he should move on, and we should try different things. And my therapist honestly thinks that we should break up too, even though she hasn't really said that because she can't. But I can definitely tell with the way she says things and her reactions to me saying, like, oh, we broke up or we're getting back together, whatever. But I need your help. I need advice from an outside standpoint. Thank you so much. She only wants your opinion. (laughs) Stop. You guys have to say both (laughs) of our names. It's okay. Um, I don't know, like... The thing is, no one thinks that you should be with this dude. You don't think you should be with this dude. If we have to be the last people that you come to, like, why are you with him? All he's doing is manipulating you more. This is exactly what your therapist was talking about. He's manipulative. You give him one more month and then it'll be another month on top of that. You don't even like him. Like, you don't want to be with him anymore. You don't want to live with him anymore. This is just another way of him to control you. Just get out. Like moving home is the best thing because Mm -hmm. you don't, that's the cleanest way that you can break up. Like leave him. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. You're right. He's so manipulative. Mm -hmm. And even the fact that like you want to break up and you've wanted to break up and then you're like, yeah. And I like, I told him like, and you know, like on this break, like I would work on my communication issues. I go, no, no, ma'am. No, 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 ma'am. You wanted to break up with him. Why do you have shit to work on? Mm-hmm. Why do you have shit to work on? That's gaslighting. The fact that you're saying you want to break up because, and I'm sure like you just wanted to break up and then he had like, well, why? Like, what are these issues? You address those issues and then he brings up your issues and then suddenly you're back together and you're working on your issues. And even if he says he's working on his, the fact that you were included in the conversation, like that's something that like is very like not even necessarily like manipulative or toxic in relationships, but it can be really easy to do the tit for tat sort of thing. And that's like been like the greatest thing that like Mats and I've learned in therapy that it's like if one of us brings up an issue, that's our time. You don't get mm-hmm. to bring up another issue that you have just because we're having sitting down and having a serious talk. Like too bad. You got to sit this one out. Like you got to wait till the next time. It's not your turn. And this is like intentionally manipulative and like, yeah, he's not going to fucking be done after a month. No, like. What kind of time limit is that anyway? 
No, like it's and nothing. Let's say he, he's let's just say he's just on his best behavior for this month. And then day 32 rolls around and he's back on his same bullshit. And then he's going to be crying to you like, don't worry, <laughs> I can change. Just give me a month. Give me it's never going to end and you Mm -mm. just have to cut your losses and go find you a woman yes (laughs) nothing makes me happier than when we hear these calls of people dating trash men and then we find out that you are also attracted to women and i'm like fuck yes Mm -hmm. get you a fucking nice wonderful woman like just fuck this dude and like you said like this, you moving in with your parents is the fucking blessing of the year mm-hmm. because when you are out of that manipulative cycle, I've dated like some trash people and like I literally like flew back to Marin to be with Sydney so I could break up with someone because I'm like, I can't do it. He, like I've been coerced into staying so many fucking times. And that's something that like once you're out of it <laughs> and you are like looking back on it, you're going to have so much more. Not I don't want to say strength, but like you're clear headed because like he's not in your fucking like break, like manipulating the shit out of you and making you feel responsible for his like shortcomings in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's become like when it becomes when you bring up issues in a relationship and somebody else brings up your issues, psych- like psychologically, that's essentially saying these are your issues, which is why I'm doing this. So yeah. essentially what I'm doing, you did to yourself. You did that. You mm-hmm. chose, you You did these things that made me do this. So you did this, Yep. which is super fucked. And I think the second that you are out of there and you are at home, like even if it's just a level of you text him, hey, and also normalize breaking up with people over text who won't fucking take no for an answer. Normalize break, normalize doing whatever the fuck you need to do for your own mental health and your own fucking sanity and your own fucking safety. So break up with him for the hundredth fucking time uh, over text message or and so you don't have to like hang up the phone on him if you don't feel comfortable doing that, but also like fucking hang up if you want to. And then get home, tell your parents or whoever you live with at uh, home and say, we broke up. Me and fucking, what should his name be? Jeremiah. No. I was going to say Jake. It's <gasps> still in the same ballpark. Oh, but see then Jake Peralta. And then also one of my best friend's mm-hmm. name is Jake. Okay. We need a good... I need Kyle to change his Chase. name. Kyle... Chase. <laughs> yes. So, hi, um, family who I live with or people who I live with. Uh, Chase and I, I broke up with Chase. And that relationship was so manipulative and so fucking toxic. And he talked me into break, like staying together all of these times. And I need you all to hold me accountable. If he calls this phone, if he shows up here, I need us all to be on the same page because I am was miserable in that relationship. And I was so unhappy. And he would just manipulate me and make me feel like it was my fault and like make me get reinvested in it. And I'm telling you right now, while he is not around, he is not here. I do not like him. I don't want to be with him anymore. And I need us all to be on the same team. And one, two, three, break. Yeah. As long as everybody is on the same page with you and then you tell your you tell your therapist, you tell your friends, you've got a whole team of people who are going to hold it account, like hold you accountable. And then just I'm going to just block his number, just block his number. Mm-hmm. Don't engage with the text messages. Don't like any sort of like manipulation of like the Well, like, let's just like talk like I'm just really missing you like this. No, no, no. you don't get over a breakup by conversing with the person who broke up with you exactly manipulation manipulative as fuck so cut the response off completely and that will not only help you but it will also help him 
Mm-hmm. And then eventually he will date somebody else and you'll be so relieved. And warn her. <laughs> fuck Chase, though. Like, Yeah, fuck that. I hate <sighs> that. Ugh, 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 ugh. Take some time for yourself and then get out there into the lady pond. As they say on Bravo. Lady Pond. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I've seen those Watch What Happens Live clips where like Andy asks, yes, like, dip you your toes a, in, dipped like, the into lady the pond. Lady Pond. <laughs> I never even realized how funny that was until mm-hmm. you just said it. <laughs> oh, that is really funny. Um, the Lady Pond. All Do right. It. Ready for Don't Blame then? Yeah. So this one is from. Dora? Dora. <laughs> Didn't even realize it did it. <laughs> Season six, episode 22. And the original caller, her sister quit her job and was like, can you still watch my kid all day? And I don't Perfect. pay you anymore. So here's someone calling to share their advice about that. I hope it's not a similar situation. It sucks. Basically, what I would like to say to this girl is your skills are so valuable as a CNA that there is absolutely no scenario if you should not be getting paid for child care. And to be working a 14-hour day, if you're getting paid $15 an hour, which is what, I mean, like as a full-time nanny, that's what I charge for like date night setting. That's not what I charge for a full 14-hour day. But let's just pretend you're charging $15 an hour. That's $200 for what you said, two days a week that you're working like this for your sister. That's $400 a week that you're missing out on, which is just it's insane to me. So I'm stressed for you because I understand that not only is it difficult to talk about money in general, but especially when it comes to talking about it with family. Um, At the end of the day, though, the skills that you have, the training that you have is so valuable and it that shouldn't go unnoticed. Also, the fact that you are spending so much time with your nephew and helping him develop and taking him places and caring for him by giving him baths or feeding him or reading to him or, you know, whatever. You're helping this kid develop and grow. And that's fine and dandy, but that's not on anti time. That's on caregiver time. And you need to be paid for that and that needs to be recognized by your sister and her partner you didn't say you know husband or wife but whatever but like if her partner is working then they also you know can be contributing to this for you because that's you know their stepchild so at the end of the day as difficult as it is you need to talk to your sister you need to talk to her partner and you need to figure it out because it's just not okay to not be getting paid for this it's incredibly hard work And I think what would really help is having some sort of written agreement to basically just talk about like what is expected of you and what is expected of them as basically an employer. Um, Like I said, I've been in childcare for four years now, full time. And just listening to you, I'm just so stressed for you. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I really hope that you can get this sorted out. Oh, stressed for you. (laughs) Bye. I like her voice. I like her voice and her demeanor. Yeah. And I can tell delivery. she works in childcare. Mm-hmm. I feel supported. I do too. <laughs> and the call wasn't even about me. <laughs> I feel like supported and seen and validated. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Uh, if you ever get bored of childcare or exhausted, you, I feel like you'd be a great therapist too. Cause yeah. I feel, I think that they kind of go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's, I mean, it's so <sighs> truly, I think like also all doctors, um, should have to, uh, have like some good child um care or like therapy training in the sense of like bedside manner because that's something that like when you hear someone talk or whatever who's like a preschool teacher or a kindergarten teacher like it gives you that warm fuzzy feeling mm -hmm. and it's intentional like there's mm -hmm. a reason and a cadence to how you speak and why you say what you do and like how you move your mouth like all of that kind of stuff and you know i just love i love a good bedside manner like i would Me love if that translated more so nice i had such an aggressive doctor when i was a kid and i was like these scare me so much. I have a great Dr. O'Connell. <laughs> he probably listened to this. If he said, like my sister's kids <gasps> still go to him. Stop. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so fucking precious. And like they can like text him if like something's like he's very nice. And if I was like, Dr. O'Connell, would you listen to my podcast? He would. <laughs> that's so cute. I love that. Uh, well, I mean, I think this callback, I think she... You got all like, yeah, very, very, um, very spot on with it. I didn't even really think of it in the, maybe cause I don't think I knew what she, I didn't think, I, I don't think I knew what a CNA, that's what it is. Right. I don't think, I think I asked you after the call what it's that nurse. was. Yeah. yeah. But I think like specifically what she's saying about how, you know, she's very trained to take mm -hmm. care. Like, yeah, it's not just like a babysitter. Not just like, because the original caller had like her step daughter was watching yeah. the kid with no type of training and getting paid yeah no it's like asking like a composer to like you know play at like a i don't know play at your home for like free after you've been like employing them to like i don't know be in an orchestra like i don't yeah. know fucking some shit where it's over very overly qualified mm -hmm. for this work yeah. that is past the scope of your qualifications makes Oh, uh, your qualifications like over overcomes your like relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, in it's that like sense. when people ask me to like friends will ask me to like, can you produce my podcast for me? And I'm like, are you going to pay me? Yeah. And they're like, that's not in the scope of because our friendship. They think, yeah. They think like it should be just like a friendly thing. I'm like, no, like this is my like it's a profession. I'm not just going to provide. Mm -hmm. something free when like you're taking away from me either having my relaxation time or from my paycheck yep um yeah i hope this original caller i hope um making money creating those boundaries i did like um i remember that one, one of your advice from the original call was what you said some song to play oh, but you better have my money yeah rihanna <laughs> Rihanna, um i hope you got paid let's uh, we should get an update if you uh, are listening we would love to have an update and that's the end of our episode but speaking of updates um we love having our live updates and if you have called in for a previous episode um give us an update yeah and it's like we it doesn't matter like if you like if it if you think it's boring or if you think like I don't need any more advice. It resolved itself. We still just want to hear from you. And if you didn't take our advice, don't mm -hmm. worry. It's okay. No, we don't. Mm -mm. We Sometimes, might tell you we told you so, but then there's other times like 
Yeah. You might, the situation might have been like too quick before the episode came mm-hmm. out. We still want to know what happened. We're curious as fuck. Mm-hmm. Let us know. You can't dang, you can't give us the beginnings and then not tell us the end. Yeah. We want to know. We want to know. And yeah, think of like um the, uh, the girl who, um, the 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 succubus boyfriend and the all of the the saga of all of that we love to know that shit yeah. and even if it's you know less um witches <laughs> it's okay too uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail dot com for updates should they send us emails. Do the same thing, the same. You can send an email or call in, whatever. We're still going to get to it. Yeah, please do it. And uh, follow us on socials. You can watch my show, Just Ask the Baker, on the Food Network Kitchen app. And you can buy my book. Um, if you're in Canada, you can watch my movie, The Honor List. <laughs> if you're a casting director, I'm very unemployed. If you'd like to put me in something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anything you want to promote? Any if of your you're podcasts? a financier, <laughs> then contact me. I've got some screenplays that I would like produced. Um, that's what I want to promote right now. Yes. Yeah. Money. Give yeah. money. I've we got also have a, a great one. Yeah. <laughs> we start a, a, a GoFundMe for the one screenplay that Megan would star in. You started a GoFundMe? No, I'm just saying. What if oh. we did that? I was like, we. Should, I mean, I feel like we've got. We should. We should use up all of our connections before we, we go to the people. GoFundMe is a. If we go to GoFundMe, then we're out. Yeah. No. Then. We, <laughs> yeah. I just. Wow. I just love how it would be GoFundMe as opposed to like. <laughs> what are the ones that you use for scripts? Uh. Yeah. Does, it, do people even use those anymore? No, but there was one like way yeah, back in the what day. What was it called? But that's why it's funny to say yeah. it would be on GoFundMe because GoFundMe is for people whose like, like, houses burned down. Yeah. <laughs> for people who like, like medical pay for bills. My funeral. Yeah. My and we're uncle's like, uncle's funeral. Yeah. Creative arts support the arts. I do not remember what that original one was called. Um, That's going to bother me. Now. You fucking do. We'll look it up after. Yeah. Um, Close it out for us, Megan. Okay. Follow us on socials and, um, uh, you know, uh, we're really working on in Georgia, everybody. So phone bank, text bank, donate mm-hmm. money, whatever you can. Um, we, Stacey, Stacey needs an app. So we got to pull our weight, everybody. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, oh, Patreon. Our videos are on Patreon and you can sign up there $5 a month. It helps us continue to do the current show that you're watching. And as a thank you, uh, we do two live streams a month over there and we do like Zooms and we hang out. We talk. It's Mm -hmm. a great place to meet people, make some virtual friends, talk about, you know, um, TV shows that we're watching. We talk about politics and we have been talking about, I don't know by the time this is up, you know, doing some, we we watch a movie and then we review it afterwards Mm -hmm. and we all talk about it together. So think of it like a book club, movie club, friends, just like... Just hanging. Hanging. Kicking. Kicking Kicking it. it. We live for it. Kickstarter. Um, That's what it was! (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank God. Okay, well... Um, on that note, um, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.
is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.